Hey guys, we're back with a new episode of According To, the podcast made to teach rising entrepreneurs and business owners like yourself how to navigate your way through the marketing industry. From public relations to digital advertising, we're going to cover it all. Whether you're a life coach, fashion designer, musician, realtor, or influencer, you're sure to pick up bits of actionable advice from renowned industry professionals when you tune in for According To. On this episode of According To, we'll be hearing from Rocky Collins, founder and CEO of Cali Handsome Skincare for Men. Rocky breaks down the fundamentals of building a skincare brand that stands out amongst others, from developing his formulas to creating the content that represents Cali Handsome authentically. So, yeah, so we started like the Father's Day, like pitch period and all that type of stuff. So, yeah, this week has been kind of crazy getting ready for all that good stuff, but, you know. It is what it is. All good things. All good things. That's good. Um, yeah, wow. I'm glad we were able to connect finally because I know it's been like a lot of like scheduling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> scheduling back and forth and all that good stuff. So it's all good. But I, I felt like if we chatted, it would be better than as opposed to like me just like audio recording. Like Right. It kind of pulls anything. a little bit more out of you versus you just recording an answer yeah because also it's like I mean you know better than I do like what your you you know like the goal for your podcast and stuff is so it's like you know better to like how to steer the conversation type of thing perfect well right before we get started I'm actually just going to ask you a icebreaker question just to kind of get us in the mood here um being that you're in skincare and of course the intersection of bringing in men which of course isn't the most skin care conscious demographic out there what would you say is probably the number one misused product that is in skincare number one misused product that's in skincare for men specifically or just like in general uh men specifically men specifically i would say i'll answer this in two ways the miss the most misused product is definitely a toner okay i think the name for the, the fact that it's called a toner already is kind of misleading. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of guys are like, oh, toner, like I don't want to change like my skin tone. I don't want to change the color. I don't want to change the texture. So the name itself is kind of misleading when really all it is, is just like a deeper, <laughs> getting deeper under the surface. You know what I mean? Like I see yeah. guys all the time where like, they'll put, you know, alcohol on a cotton pad and then rub that on their face. Mm-hmm. And bro, like that's what a toner is for. You know what I mean? Like you don't have to rip through your skin with like a harsh alcohol. Like that is literally what a toner is for. But people don't like guys kind of misuse toners because they don't really like understand what it is Mm, or they just like won't use it all together. Or some guys will like only use it on their razor bumps or whatever. So that's probably the most misused. And then I would say the most underused is probably a moisturizer. Cause guys, oh, are just like, I can see that. You're just like, oh yeah, I used the face wash, and then like, I mean, like, I don't need to use a moisturizer, like, and it's like, yeah, you do. Like, yes, you <laughs> absolutely do. Even people that are just like, yo, but my skin is already oily enough, and I'm like, yeah, it's probably more. yeah, that was my problem, yeah. But it's like, what I try to explain to guys is like, when you think about like sweating, like your body is producing moisture to cool itself down, yeah. like oils in your face behave almost the same way in some cases where it's like, yo, if your body feels like your face is not having enough moisture, like sometimes it will overproduce oils to like get it to where it needs to be. Right. So if you hydrate it from the rip, like your body won't go into like that overproduction of oil mode or whatever. 
But so that's probably the most underused product that guys are just like, what do I need a moisturizer for? I'm like, all right, bro. <laughs> <laughs> when you're now going up into 35, 40 and yeah, the effects like, really show, you're going to realize. So great. That was a lovely answer. All right. So the first question under this interview would be, what was the overarching purpose of coming into the skincare industry? My overarching purpose for coming into the skincare industry, um, it really came from a need. It was, I was at a point where I wanted more of like a, like, I won't necessarily call it luxury, but for lack of better words, I was looking for a more luxury skincare experience, a more premium skincare mm -hmm. experience. And, you know, I, I was at a point in my life where my career was taking off and I didn't really just want to do the $8 face washes at Target anymore or CVS. I just kind of wanted something that was a bit, that was going to give me a bit more of like premium quality, premium, like all of that type of stuff. And I really like didn't find one that I was vibing with, that I connected with. And I tried everything. Like I tried like all the Kiehl's stuff. Like I tried like all like the GoMed stuff. Um, like I was in Sephora spending $68 on like one little like two ounce bottle of something. And like, it just wasn't, giving me it wasn't given what it was supposed to give essentially like you know what I mean like one one thing might have it might have done well to like cleanse my face but then like my face was super dry and like cracking after or then something like felt really nice but like my skin wouldn't get really clean and then like you know I would get breakouts and stuff it just nothing was really like working like that and at the same time that I was doing that I was working at L'Oreal's men's headquarters out here in LA and so I was just like naturally in that space and doing research in that space. And then like when I found things that would work and, you know, them motherfuckers was not interested in like developing something like that or tweaking a formula or whatever. So I was like, look, I'm gonna just do it for myself. And then it just so happens that like my other friends and stuff like wanted it too. And I'm just like, oh damn, like y'all would buy this, y'all want this. And it was like, yeah. So then I just was like, okay, I need to like develop this in like a bigger way and not just think about like, I need to make my own face wash. Then it became like, instead of like, I need to make my own face wash, it became like, I need to make a line for like other guys like me that are like at a point in our careers where we're not entry level anymore. Like we want premium shit. Like we don't, like we, we go to the tailors to buy our suits now. Like we don't just like get them from, you know, nothing against H&M suits because I still buy their blazers. But like, I only say that to say like, we had transitioned to a different point in our lives and we were looking for like skincare experiences that were also like on the next level as well. So like that is what like kind of pushed me <laughs> into the skincare space in like a commercial way. That sounds lovely. And it, it, I would definitely say that um, that being the purpose, you just looking at the reviews on your website, um, just for extra research, I would definitely say you're fulfilling that purpose because when I was looking at <laughs> the face wash, the face wash in particular, um, I saw a lot of men where they were talking about, hey, you know, prior to my skin was cracking, I was super dry every time I tried to wash my face, but here's this great product and I feel clean and moisturized and refreshed all at the same time. So definitely aligns with the um, reviews that I'm seeing on your website. Yeah, I'm trying to, man. <laughs> I'm just uh, what would you, like vibing with it. Gotcha, gotcha. I also like that you are still mixing in natural-based ingredients as well. Oh, for I feel sure. like that is not something that is highlighted too much. Yeah, now I'm like, look, I'm trying to look like this for a long, like my mother is like, 
55 I don't how old is she anyway she looks young <laughs> and right. it's like because she takes care of herself she takes care of her skin and she's always like especially when it comes to her skincare too so that's why like it's just super important to me to like not only make sure our skin looks good now but like to project the longevity protect the longevity of it as well perfect what would you say is some insight towards starting a skincare line while there is currently so many skincare brands that already exist? Well, I think like the, probably like the number one thing you should do is to ask yourself like why you are starting this line. Like if you're starting a skincare line just for the sake of having a skincare line, you're probably going to have a lot of obstacles in front of you because there's already so many players in the space. And unless you have like a goal in mind to do something different, like you're just going to be just like everybody else. And then it's like, why would somebody buy your product versus somebody else? Instead, like identify like a real reason that there needs to be your skincare brand. Like for me, excuse me, I identified that like there wasn't a premium skincare experience that was compatible for black men's skin. So there was a need for Cali Handsome in a skincare space. It doesn't matter that there's like the Gillettes and the bevels and all that type of stuff. Like there was a need for a Cali Handsome in the space as well. So I would just urge people to whether skincare or whatever you're getting into, like just, you know, ask yourself the why of you launching this business and make sure that there's a need for the product that you're trying to put out there. I think people try to do it the other way around and that's where they get in trouble where they try to build these companies because they just think it sounds cool or feels cool or like, oh, I kind of want to do this, let me do it. And then let me just see if it fits later. Like it, that's so backwards. Like you're gonna waste a lot of money, a lot of time, a lot of effort a lot of tears, like <laughs> just make sure um, there's a need for your skincare in the space and then blow a roof off of it. <laughs> Perfect. That was lovely insight, by the way. Uh, and then our last question is, what is a marketing strategy that brings a unique essence to your skincare line? My number one thing for all of our like marketing and assets, like it needs to be thumb stopping content like that. Uh, that's above everything. Like sure. My teams know like we have other things that are on our list of like what we try to achieve through marketing and messaging and story and give people like a feeling and, and entice them. But like at the top of the list, it needs to be thumb stopping. Like before it's anything else, it needs to be thumb stopping content. There's so much media out here. People are consuming so much. Like it, you, you, you need to make people stop. If you don't make people stop, it's not gonna matter like what is on your image or your video or your campaign. Like it literally is not gonna matter if they don't stop to even give it a chance to consume it. So my number one thing is to make it thumb stopping. It needs to be thumb stopping, period. <laughs> like. <laughs> Great. Well, that was all the questions that we had for you. So we definitely have what we need for the podcast. I nice. definitely love your answers. I can see on how already how you know, this can be edited into the podcast and our listeners can, of course, have a tidbit or two, um, not only in reference to skincare, but, you know, your advice and insight was also transferable to other industries as well. So I definitely am excited to publish put this out. Um, <laughs> this is a lot of good answers. I appreciate it. Yeah, no, of course. Thank you guys for reaching out. I'm sorry the scheduling thing was so crazy, but like, I am... I'm always here for like chats or whatever you guys need and whatever can help like other people. Cause I mean, at the end of the day, like, I think we can all be great out here. Sometimes people just need to see that it's possible for them to feel like they can do it themselves as well. So that's why like, I'm always down for like chats, interviews or podcasts or whatever. So 
Yeah, man. And then just like let me know when you guys like have it so I can like share it and post like Perfect. a link to it and all that good stuff. Yeah, we'll go ahead and send all that over to you when we're ready. Cool, man. Thank you. All right. You have a lovely day. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you, man. Have a good week. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of According To. If you're not already a subscriber, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Want to ask a question for a future episode of According To? Email us at pr at accessbynkc.com. This podcast was produced by Access Consulting & Co. You can follow us at IAMNKC on Instagram. See you next time.